Welcome to Two Brothers and Their Sports exclusively on Radio Naira, 99.9 FM, HD4, 101.9 FM, and 1490 AM. It's of your co-host, and this is our MBA. So, we'll start off with just just some things that have stood out starting. So, I'm going to talk about my team, the Rockets. You can see the jersey over there, the old James Harden jersey. The Rockets have been amazing in the preseason. Right now, as of recording, they are 0-1. But Jalen Green looked amazing in the preseason. Jabari looked okay. Jabari looked pretty good. Jabari looked okay. The rookie, he's not even the most, he's not the rookie that I'm excited about. That's Tari Eason. Tari wow. Eason has been amazing, posting high point double-doubles, like 20-plus point double-doubles with rebounds and points. And he's just been amazing, like fighting for a starting spot amazing. Think about a lineup that may come in as Kevin Porter Jr. You got Jalen Green, Jabari Smith, Alperin Sangoon, or even Bruno Fernando, who's been looking amazing, and Tari Eason. That's one of the top, not just young, but just top starting lineups. Even Jason Tate too. Yeah, but I I would put I would argue that Tari Eason played well enough. Put him above Jason Tate, the twenty eight year old that may be young for some teams, but not for our team. I don't think that f- top five lineup is not only one of the best young starting lineups, it's one of the best starting lineups with Jalen Green and Jabari are, and Tari already being proven in college and coming in here and playing well. Now, we did not look like what we did in the preseason when we played a regular season game. Jalen Green wasn't amazing. I mean, no one was really great, but we were a lot better than last year. We were a solid team. I think we have a chance to make the play-in, if not the playoffs, without the play-in tournament this year. Yeah, so the Boston Celtics, obviously my favorite team, had a great win against the Philadelphia 76ers. They were trailing the whole game, came back, and then in the third and fourth quarter, really turned it on. Jason Tatum at 35, Jalen Brown also at 35. Jason Tatum had, I think, 35, 12, and 4. Something insane like that in his first game back. But I was more impressed, as much as I hate to say this, with James Harden. He finally worked out. He was posting workout videos of him in the offseason. He cut down so much weight. He looked way more explosive. He was hitting threes, except for that one where he dropped Marcus Smart and just airballed it. But other than that, he's he's showing why the 76ers traded for him. And we see when he puts in work, when he actually shows he's committed, he's a great player. And we knew he had this still. Everyone was talking about how he fell off a cliff, but that's because he didn't work out. He finally started working out, getting back into shape, taking care of his body even more now that he's older. And it showed. It showed a lot. He had 35 points, and he really he outscored Joel Embiid, and he had a bigger impact than Joel Embiid. So I think James Harden is gonna. This is gonna be a bounce back season for him, and I'm really excited to see what he can do now that he's started working out. Yeah, but. I'm more I'm more impressed with the Boston Celtics here. 35 and 35 from their top duo. Malcolm Brogdon didn't start. Marcus Smart got the start, the, the defensive player of the year last year. And they this rotation is absolutely incredible. They kept Al Horford. They kept so many of their bench guys. Rob Williams is hurt, but he's going to come back. This is an absolutely incredible team. And I think that they're going to make a finals run. Um, and then I also wanted to talk about the Brooklyn Nets. I, they lost their first game. Kevin Durant had in, uh, over 30 points. But this is my point, that you had all this dissent in the offseason between Joe Sy, Kevin Durant, even Kyrie Irving was involved in this. This is my exact point. I do not think that the Brooklyn Nets are going to be good this season because of what happened. We saw, I talked about this earlier or in, a, in an earlier episode. If you look at the dissent that Kevin Durant caused and the relationships that he broke during that time between him and Steve Nash and even Kyrie Irving, and now... 
This team has no chemistry whatsoever, and it's because of Kevin Durant. Even though he's putting up individual efforts, this team's not going to be good. Yeah, and speaking of who the Nets played, the Pelicans, who got Zion back. Zion. So let's talk about Zion. He looked amazing coming back. He looked like he lost some weight and was really physically at the NBA level, and he was just too much for Brooklyn to handle, even for Ben Simmons, who some people are putting defensive player of the year, and Ben Simmons in the same sentence this year. He was destroying him in all parts of the game, and just, I mean, there was that post play where he just took up Ben Simmons, who's a big guy. He's a big point guard, like Magic Johnson type big. And Zion just spun around him, bodied him, and gets the N1. He's just looked amazing, and he's just been so great in in the preseason and just coming back, and especially against the Nets, putting up basically a single-handed effort to beat them. Without him, they would have lost this game easily. Exactly, and then I also wanted to talk about the Knicks versus Grizzlies game. I know you watch that, you're a huge John Moran fan and Grizzlies, but... You're not a huge Grizzlies fan, but obviously John Morant, you've advocated for him since we started this podcast. You've loved him, and he's he had a great game. He had a, a buzzer beater, but they it, called it an offensive foul, but they still ended up winning the game in overtime. But Quentin Grimes, Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett, and even Cam Reddish had great games. This Knicks team, I think, is going to be really good. I don't think Julius Randle's going to be the forefront anymore. I think R.J. Barrett's finally going to take the next step, lead this team. And with the acquisition of Jalen Brunson and Cam Reddish in the offseason, I think this team is poised to make a deep run. I don't think they'll make the NBA Finals. And speaking of that, who do you, you think— You do or don't? I do not think so. And then one more thing. Let's talk about Paolo Bencaro's NBA debut. He scored 27 points yeah. in his debut, and— He's going. He, he was compared to LeBron's NBA debut, who obviously blossomed into the LeBron that we know today. So I'm going to talk about Ben Caro. I feel like that was an amazing game, and I hope it does not come back to bite my Rockets because we were supposed to get him at number three. I thought he was the worst player out of the, that top three. Obviously, Chet's hurt for the season most likely, but Ben Caro at Duke was field goal percentage was way down. And he took so many shots at the ends of games that really cost Dukes a lot of big games, including that UNC game. Ben Kerr had a pretty good game. He did not have the game, a great game. But in the NBA, in the preseason too, he's just looked so great, especially compared to Jabari. I just don't know how, what just happened. Maybe it's just switching to the NBA level. It's maybe some kind of like Justin Herbert thing where Herbert and, or Josh Allen had so many questions coming out of college, like bad, bad inefficiencies in their game. And suddenly when they made it here into the NFL, they've just been such great quarterbacks. Is that going to be what's up with Paolo? Because he has not been like that at Duke. Exactly. I actually disagree with you here because you talked about at UNC. Yeah, that's just one game. But he at Duke, yeah, he didn't use his body, but he was still this dominant. He was always great at shooting. He could shoot the three ball and he could work in the paint. Even he he put up a good fight against Armando Baycott. So I think I think this was here all along. I expected him to go number two ahead of Chet. But I still think he was here before. He was like this before. It's not like he just switched the gear. This is what he was. But I feel like his field goal percentage was not what it was in that 27-point game. He never scored that dominantly, number one. And number two, he was an R.J. Barrett guy. He was a type of ball hog at Duke. Like, not in a bad way because he was 
pr- pretty much that guy for that team. But they had someone like AJ Griffin, Jeremy Roach was there, Mark Williams was there, and he was more of like an RJ Barrett who might have been the most talented guy on the team. And there's no Zion that was on that team last year, but still. RJ would pretty much take up the ball in the end of games, and which is fine. You can be a ball hog if you're someone like Kobe. Kobe was a ball hog, but he was the type of guy that could use it well. And maybe RJ, and maybe RJ Barrett has become that kind of good ball hog in the NBA. And it seems like Bancaro, I mean, this might be an overreaction, but it seems like he's starting to become a good ball hog. I disagree. He was never a ball hog at Duke. And in fact, he actually had more. You mentioned all the weapons he had. That's that's why against the UNC game, AJ Griffin at twenty two. That's why he had people there. The reason he's scoring a lot more, higher percentage, is because on the Magic, who else is there? Jalen Suggs, but Jalen Suggs had a terrible year last year. Right. There's right. no one else on the Magic. So at Duke, he had other people. He didn't well, need to score. Now here, at Duke, he I, needs to be the number so one. So are you saying that the Magic team is worse than the Duke team? I don't think. I'm so. saying they have way less talent than the Duke team. I disagree. The da- the talent at Duke team is highlighted when they play other college players. But once you get to the NBA, every single player in the NBA that's, especially that's starting or even makes the rotation is a type of Duke level basketball recruit. I mean, Duke, obviously one of the top programs, they recruit obviously the best players, but only the best of the best make it into the NBA, which is why I think most of the NBA players are better than the guys playing at Duke or at least at their talent level. Thanks for listening to Two Brothers in Their Sports. You can also listen on Amazon Echo. Just say, Alexa, play Radio Naira.